Hey, Hopers. I am glad to be with you again today, and we are back in the book of John. This time it is John 12, and really the last chapter before we start getting to the week, the weekend of Jesus' death and resurrection, because the next chapter, chapter 13, is Jesus washing his disciples' feet, Last Supper, betrayal. So this is kind of that transition in a book of 21 chapters. This is a transition here at chapter 12, which shows you how much emphasis John puts on the death and resurrection of Jesus, and especially the night before, the, the Last Supper, the garden, Jesus' prayer, all of that uh, takes a major portion of the book of John. But here we are in chapter 12. And in chapter 12, we come to this story about good about Palm Sunday, the, the story that we just kind of looked at a few weeks ago as we celebrated Palm Sunday together. So I want to read from chapter 12, verses 12 to 16. Uh, and the book of John, by the way, is really one of the, the um, times when you look at what it, what it says here, what, what he's recorded from John's point of view, who's an insider, one of the apostles, one of the disciples, you start to realize that he doesn't always put himself or the apostles in the position of hero. He doesn't sanitize things very well. Uh, many times he includes embarrassing details or details that you probably wouldn't make up. And I just want to, as a side note, mention that this is one of the things that makes the, the Gospels so reliable, and especially the book of John. It, it makes things like this in, in criticism and literary discussions about the Word of God make it less and less likely that this isn't authentic because you don't include details like this if you're making up a story and you've started this incredible movement that changes the world. You don't include a story like this. And actually, John's Gospel is the, the book of the Bible from which we have, or the book of the New Testament, from which we have the earliest piece of it, the earliest piece of parchment with the book of John on it. It comes from about AD 125. John wrote this in about AD 90. So that, that piece of paper that we still have today is from uh, 125, only 35-ish years after John wrote, which shows us again that there's good reason to believe in the authenticity of the Bible, the earliness of the New Testament and these stories, uh, and even historians uh, that are atheists believe that. So it's an important part of, of the book of John. Anyway, let me read chapter 12, verses 12 to 16 for you. It says this, The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. So that's the setup. But this is the verse that grabbed me as I read back in February through the book of John. Verse 16. At first, his disciples did not understand all of this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. So John puts this little note in here that says, as this was happening, as Palm Sunday was happening and everybody was cheering him and he was walking into the city, John says, we didn't connect it to anything more than, wow, this is cool. Well, I guess people like him. They, they didn't understand the bigger context. But now, as John writes the Gospel of John, he's including some of these prophecies from the Old Testament, uh, from Psalms and Zechariah, where it was predicted what happened would happen to the Messiah. And John says, 
At first, his disciples did not understand this. And you could, from that sentence, you could get the idea that, you know, for a minute, we didn't get it. But he gives us the context and he says, it was only after Jesus was glorified that they realized first that these things had been written about him. Oh yeah, this is what was written. And that these things had been done to him. Oh yeah, it actually happened to Jesus just like it was predicted. They only connected the dots much, much later. And so from that, I want to give you two thoughts for this day. First one is this. It is quite possible and more normal than we realize that we may not know what God is doing today in our lives. And that doesn't mean that it's invisible to us. We may not know what God is doing today in our lives, even while we're watching him do it. That is the truth from the original apostles, and that is the truth in our lives as well. And since that is the truth, then we can live otherworldly. We can live like there is nothing that for us is off-putting, nothing that is shaking, nothing that causes us to, to wonder if this is all a myth or a lie. If God is able to do things right in front of us that are fantastic and powerful and, and even here have been predicted and now are coming true and our human understanding and its limitedness can't always put all the dots together, if that's true, and I think all of us recognize it is, then I can live every minute, no matter what I'm facing, no matter what's coming, no matter what's happened, no matter what uh, struggle or pain is in front of me or on me right now, I can live with confidence. I can live like I don't belong to this world. I can live like my God can do, even when I can't see it, I can still believe he's doing it. It invites me to faith, even when I don't understand what's happening in my life. It invites me to trust even when I don't understand what's happening. Because I recognize and realize that I may not be seeing it. That doesn't mean God's not doing it. The other thing is that God is both patient and powerful. God is patient and powerful. Aren't you glad? These men that are here looking at this, that John is saying, we didn't realize, we had no idea, and it took a long time for us to, to put the dots together. These are the men who went on to found the most significant movement in the history of the world. And again, even scholars that, are, that have nothing to do with, with Jesus or Christianity, they, they've rejected it outright, would, would acknowledge that the greatest movement, the most significant movement in the history of the world is Christianity. It began with these men who didn't get it, who missed it. And God didn't say, forget it. I mean, think about all that John has written that they have seen and heard that Jesus has taught them. And so they come to this moment and, and they still aren't getting it. And God's patience does not throw them away. God's patience waits for them. If God is that patient, maybe we should be too. Maybe you can afford to be more patient with people. Maybe you can afford to be more patient with yourself. And God is powerful. So powerful that he can even use the confused. He can even use the slow. He can use the hard-headed, the zealous in the wrong direction. Scripture is full of the evidence of his power, not just in things like, wow, look, he created the universe. Look at the power of a sun. Look at the power of a star. But God's power comes down to, look at how God can use really weak, messed up people. That's how powerful he is. Aren't you glad God is patient? And aren't you glad God is powerful like that? So 
Let's recognize that God may be doing something today in my life and I'm watching him do it, but I don't realize what he's doing. And let that call me to say, God, I may not see everything you're doing, but I know you're doing good, so I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe you are at work in my life. And God, help me to be patient like you are with me. Thank you that you are patient with me. And I pray that you would use me in those powerful ways, not for my glory, but for yours, not for my kingdom, but for yours. But I know you can use even me with all my flaws, with all my messes, with all my weaknesses. You can use me. And so, God, I'm giving myself to be used by you this day. I pray that that's exactly how we will approach this day.